Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am uh, uh. Yep. beautiful. That's how we start this episode of our professional podcast that makes pays all of our rent. Mm-hmm. This is it could happen here, a podcast about things falling apart. And today we're talking about Twitter because yeah. nothing embodies Hell things yeah. falling apart quite yeah. like Twitter. Um, we have on the show today Garrison Davis, Chris, Shireen. James, everybody, the whole crew, except for the people who aren't here. They're not here. But I hate them. Yeah. I don't hate them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. How's everybody? Don't we all? Great. I just woke up, had my coffee, scrolled on Twitter for an hour, so I'm ready to go. This 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 has been this has been legitimately the best three weeks that we have had on Twitter since like like 2013. Uh, the, the I, I, feel, I feel bad for all the people who've like left because they're missing some of Twitter. Yeah. 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 So, good. so first yeah. off, I want to say we're not going to try. We're going to try not to get too into the weeds here. If you're not a Twitter person, and most people are not Twitter people, the reason that number one, I want to start by explaining why we think this is worth getting into, which is that. Like Twitter has an undeniable command of like global news discourse. It's where all of the journalists hang out. It's where a significant ex- number of the politicians and, and wealthy business people hang out. And all of us are being broken by it. Like it's one big <laughs> opium den yeah. that we are all like engaging in an addiction that is destroying our brains inside. Um, it's not good for anyone, but it's undeniably important. And since Elon Musk <laughs> took over, things have been things have been quite wild. So, to say the least. we're going to give an update 
on kind of some of the stuff that's been happening in Twitter at the end here. But I want to read a little essay I wrote just kind of looking at mostly a single post Musk made and some of the responses to it that I I think says a lot about where we are as a species right now. (laughs) On October 31st, 2022, shortly after taking control of Twitter from its former shareholders, Elon Musk went on a frenzy of what you might call ill-considered amphetamine-derived tweets about his ideas for how the site should function. At one point, he noted that $20 a month seemed like a fair price for people to pay to get or keep blue check marks. There was even talk of $20 a month being the price to use Twitter at all and paywalling the entire site. Now, a lot of people thought this was bug fuck, especially since like HBO doesn't cost that much and it's and it's yeah. got Andor on it. Like No, it doesn't. You can watch yeah. Yeah. Wait, That's is Disney that not HBO? No, Disney, Disney Disney has Andor. Oh. I, I st- okay. both of the, both no, of the streaming okay. services that I I watch I stole from you Garrison. Yeah, so I forget I'm, which I'm is the one on who pays for both of these forever <laughs> to watch anyway, so it doesn't matter. So really it's an no incredible deal. Um so Everyone made fun of the fact that Elon was suggesting this, and no one had a bigger laugh than Stephen King. Now, Stephen King, if you're not aware, is worth pretty close to a billion dollars. He is an unbelievably wealthy man. And, like, he he has, like, actual money, not, like, stock-made-up money. No, that is cash. He has hundreds of millions of dollars in cash because people like his books. He probably has more money than Elon Musk He has has more, like, actual money than (laughs) Elon Musk. He he probably has liquid assets. He's a very liquid man because he wrote The Shining and The Stand (laughs) and Cujo and... Uh, that clown books. book. So many. He writes a new book every week. Book. <laughs> yeah, he's, That's what it's he's the only man who has successfully turned a painkiller addiction into putting out a best-selling novel every single month. What a hero. Anyway, he tweeted, quote, $20 a month to keep my blue check? Fuck that. They should pay me. If that gets instituted, I'm gone like Enron. Now, in addition to being the kind of wordplay for which Stephen King has become rightly famous, the reason that he got kind of pissed off is actually sensible. Obviously, $20 means nothing to someone with his kind of money. But he's not wrong about his central argument, which is that, like, Twitter ought to be paying people like him. He has nearly 7 million followers, and he tweets very regularly. Massive accounts like Stephen King's are not Twitter's customers. They are the business itself. It's the product. (laughs) It is the product. I want to quote now from a report in Reuters. Quote, These heavy tweeters account for less than 10% of monthly overall users, but generate 90% of all tweets and half of global revenue. Heavy tweeters have been in absolute decline since the pandemic began, a Twitter researcher wrote in an internal document titled, Where Did the Tweeters Go? Now, so, sorry. That's very funny. That is very funny. Other other social media sites like Instagram or TikTok or whatever, once you're like, have a lot of followers, you can make money. So I think Twitter is different yeah. in that way. Yeah, so. like it is. I, I am the only person in the history of Twitter who has actually turned being a shit poster into a lucrative professional career. I am the only one. <laughs> Everyone else on now, Twitter. That is, that's no, drill that's erasure. Yeah, that is. Drill was already like in, in this, like Drill was already, I think, like in the scene doing stuff. Like, well, I, they had, I, I think they done something, had something to do with Homestuck. But the point yeah, is yeah. that the people like Stephen King are what makes Twitter profitable. The idea that like they owe the company money to be able to tweet is kind of absolutely absurd. And in addition to that, like it it feeds into a serious problem the site is having. Before Elon bought it, they're 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 attempting to answer the question of like why are these people who are responsible for most of our money tweeting less because it's it's costing us. Like it is. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why 
Twitter has been on a, a profit downslope lately. Um, the only profitable years the company has had, I should note, were 2018 and 2019, in which they were doing reasonably well financially. Mm -hmm. And since the pandemic started, Twitter has reliably lost hundreds of millions of dollars per year. This research, was, which was attempting to answer the question, why be that, uh, concluded, quote, Cryptocurrency and not safe for work content, which includes nudity and pornography, are the highest growing topics of interest among English speaking heavy users, the report found. At the same time, interest in news, sports, and entertainment is waning among those users. Tweets on those topics, which have helped Twitter burnish an image as the world's digital town square, as Musk once called it, are also the most desirable for advertisers. So basically, the things that advertisers like to see ads next to are becoming less popular on Twitter, and shit that is poison for advertisers has become more popular. <laughs> now, this is a problem for Musk because he loves crypto shilling, which is a huge issue for everyone who isn't a crypto weirdo. Um, there are some opportunities. One of the things that I thought wasn't a bad idea was Musk suggested ways in which to like monetize the site so sex workers could more effectively monetize their followings, which is a way Twitter might be able to make more money. Now, is that likely to make the company money in excess of what they would lose in advertising for becoming known as the fuck site? Probably not. Probably, <laughs> broadly site. speaking, a bad idea. Um, so... In addition to Musk's outright hatred of journalists and reporting, it, it, it seems like just his general vibes might not be great for bringing back the advertisers. He seems to be oh, personally really? yeah. inclined to halfway yeah. through. Probably yeah. been fine. <laughs> he seems to be personally inclined to like go after the things and support the things that are directly poison for Twitter's bottom line, which is fascinating for a guy who's spending forty four billion dollars on the site. Can, can we can we mention for a second, by the way, the reason he spent forty four billion dollars on the site was because he bought the stock, the site's shares for a meme price that someone yes. suggested on Twitter. Yes, it was like fifty four dollars yes. and fifty four dollars and twenty cents. So there's a four twenty. Yeah. Wow. This is this cool. is why yes. he spent forty four billion dollars on this. Site. And he yes. previously. What? It's oh, worth what? noting he previously did that with Twitter stock or with um um Tesla, Tesla stock. stock. He attempted yeah. to take Tesla private for four hundred and twenty dollars a share. Heavily reprimanded. Yeah, yeah. 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 the SEC yeah. really went illegal. after him for that yeah. one. Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. illegal. Because yeah, it's very yes, exactly. Because yeah. that was that was very illegal. Uh, and then we think very not that funny. Uh, yeah. I, it's also worth noting that, like, the one thing that he actually has, he has created, right? He didn't invent Tesla. Like, didn't, he didn't. He didn't even invent he, PayPal. Is his is his reply, guys? No, yeah. his his reply guys are like his unique asset, and and he's trying to price them out of being his reply guys. The cult of personality like, stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like that's largely built on Twitter, right? Like he, his the whole cult around him. Well, and Reddit, but yeah, and just like the fact that like people think he's a genius, X Y Z, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that is that's too big a topic he's, for today's episode. And, he's and, proven and so that is, not to be true in recent. Yeah. We'll see, but you know, we're not talking today about like Musk's broadly speaking why Musk is a con man. We'll, we'll talk about mm -hmm. that. We've talked about that on plenty of other occasions. Yeah. Nor is this supposed to be an exhaustive explanation for why Musk's Twitter is likely to fall apart. We don't have the end of that story yet. So instead, what I want to do is review a single tweet and particularly the responses to that tweet because I think it is hugely interesting and kind of an important cultural artifact. So the tweet was a response by Musk to the Stephen King tweet that I, I read earlier, right? 
King being like, I'm not going to pay $20 fucking yeah. dollars for this. Yeah. Musk responded simply, we need to pay the bills somehow. Twitter cannot rely entirely on advertisers. How about $8? Now, this is also very funny because this, is this man- Mind-boggling. You, you, you're yeah. peering into yeah. the soul yeah. of a man and you're like, whoa, yeah. there's nothing in there. Yeah, there's, there's nothing but it's, it's yeah. just yeah. bouncing around like a fucking BB and a goddamn dryer. Um, so the first comments to this response are what you'd expect. There's a mix of anti-Musk lib types laughing at his bad business sense, mocking the idea of making Twitter's most valuable users pay for the site. Um, you've got your Musk defenders insisting that blue checks are some sort of out-of-touch elite, which is one of my favorite <laughs> bits of deranged yeah. right-wing culture, yeah. that, like, there's some sort of, like, yeah. No, the thing is, like, yeah. this, 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 like this the was palace like, at Versailles. This was, like, an old left Twitter joke. Like, like, li- like literally, it was, like, there was, there was a running series of jokes about like the blue check bourgeoisie and like mm-hmm. and then somehow all of these people became convinced it was real and uh, through a process that like I I cannot even begin to understand the the, the process and yeah. this is critical is that you cannot tell jokes on twitter.com that's true mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> that that is that is the actual yeah. process and that is the yeah that's 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 what's happening here so a representative musk defender response is this comment by douche canoe magoo <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just pause Garrison, pause for that, yeah, Everyone dude. stop. Yeah, continue. Okay. Ha, 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 ha. Dude worth 500 million who wants to tax the rich, rich can't pay $20. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, Elon Musk, I'll play this, pay this loser's $20 a month. Now, I looked into it, and this guy is an anti-vaxxer with 34 followers, if you're, if you're oh, curious. Cool. Okay, okay. On the lib side, you've got guys like Keith Olbermann subtweeting Musk to try and use, like, numbers and math to show that this business plan, oh, which God. was never a business, real business plan, yeah. isn't going to make money. The first interesting response, though, is a few comments down from Keith by a journalist named Hopewell Chinono. Good morning, Elon Musk. For a lot of journalists in Africa, verification has helped us to not fall victim to state tactics to use our names to spread propaganda. I have been to jail three times inside six months for exposing corruption. Few African journalists will afford the U.S. $20. And attached to this tweet were images from two Guardian articles about Hopewell. I'm going to quote from one now. Chinono posted on his Twitter account that police had taken him from his house and said that they were charging him with communicating falsehoods. The arrest comes after Chinono tweeted that police had beaten an infant to death while enforcing COVID-19 lockdown rules this week. Police later said the information was false. Before the latest arrest, Chinono was out on bail on separate charges of inciting violence as after he voiced support for an anti-government protest in July, and also on contempt of court charges for allegedly claiming corruption within the country's National Prosecution Agency. Chinono is one of Zimbabwe's most prominent critics of President Emerson, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that last name, uh, administration, accusing it of corruption and human rights abuses. The government denies the charges. Now, Hopewell is a Harvard fellow, he is an award-winning journalist, and I had no idea this guy existed prior to this tweet. Uh, he is an extremely courageous person who, from everything I can read, is, is reporting on corruption within the Zimbabwean government, has been very influential, it recently led to the sacking of the very corrupt health minister. Uh, I would not have heard of this man without Twitter. He would not have had a voice capable of reaching a large number of people without Twitter. It's possible those Guardian articles about him and his struggle would not exist if it weren't for the prominence of his Twitter account. Um, and, you know, it's also worth noting that if Twitter weren't the site that it is, he never would have had a chance to make his concerns public anywhere close to the CEO of that company. Many things about this interaction cry out for the very best about Twitter, the smallest and probably most valuable of the major social media websites, and at least a, a social level. We all call it the hell site, and a huge part of Twitter culture is despising it, uh, but moments like this really do make a lot of the bullshit worthwhile. 
In the articles Hopewell attached to his post, he's wearing a red and white striped shirt. The top response to Hopewell's reply to Musk is by Jason Roberge, a Musk reply guy, uh, One American News and Fox News commenter. He writes, why did they dress you like American Waldo? I'll pay for your subscription. Hopewell replies, that is very kind of you. That is prison uniform. My imprisonment was triggered by tweets exposing state corruption. The ruling political elites use captured state institutions to punish journalists who expose the looting of public funds. Um, which, I don't know, a- another perfectly characteristic Twitter response. Someone being like, ah, yeah. oh, look at the way he's dressed and being like, yeah, that's a prison uniform. I was, I just <laughs> yeah. got out of prison. <laughs> for when I was doing amazing journalism. Yeah, it's just uh, very, it says a yeah, lot. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, have you come across his, I guess, hopewelljunono.com, which is not his website? No, Jesus, my God. Is it some? Is it like a government thing? Yes, it's a government. Uh, Hopewell Chinono is very deceptive. He's the liar and a dishonest really? person. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, like, just to Oh, wow. This is like, an incredible store, uh, website. Look at this. Yeah, they've done some work. Uh, someone's yeah. been on the GeoCities. I, I love that the background is like a boat sailing into oh, the stars. The, so, the solar sea. What the but, fuck? Uh, they, they, they're not doing their finest work over there in Zimbabwe. <laughs> the, the, in the, the, the first section is, the, the title in all caps is, and I quote, Daddy Hope Story. Yeah, that, I, that's no. his Twitter handle. That's his, oh, his. okay, okay. His um, residence looks like a sex haven, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't know what they look like, but you can like these. It's it's yeah. obvious that like he's obviously like disinformation about right. him personally is a big yes. fucking issue for this guy. Yeah. His yeah. Name yeah. Dot com is it is yeah, a great example site. of why verification on Twitter is an important. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a wonderful yeah. example yes. of that, Garrison. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, the responses to this guy continue to be pretty amazing. Another fun reply was simply, I thought that in Zimbabwe they arrest only white folks. (laughs) Oh, oh, dear. oh, dear. Yeah. oh boy. Oh, dear. No. oh boy. <laughs> oh, dear. Has that person now, got a picture of like a uh, some kind of white guy in very short shorts? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Full, some, some, some serious Rhodesian shit yeah. on that dude's timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I want to note most of the responses to Hopal are very positive. Um, and all of the negative replies have multiple people attacking the people who are going after Hopewell and defending him. Uh, Because Twitter works the way that it does, though, this increases engagement, provides an algorithmic boost to everybody involved. The whole situation in his replies is kind of as bleak and hopeless as Hopewell's initial reply is itself hopeful. Scrolling down further, the replies to Musk's tweet, uh, we get this gem from The Skin Doctor. And this is somebody just like tweeting his, his advice to Elon. How about privilege classes like white straight men and women, upper caste Hindus pay $100 for their blue ticks. You keep $8 each from it and pay the rest $92 to oppressed classes blue tickers like rich communists, LGBT, Dalits, feminists, left journos, vegans, PETA, fair no? <laughs> this this one's quite the <laughs> that response. Took a turn. That's it has wow. it has seventy two hundred yeah, wow. likes, which makes sense uh, because the skin doctor has more than half a million followers. He is a right. Hindu dermatologist from Flower Mound, Texas, who sp- posts like pro Hindu fascist content. He's like a far right. Um, yeah, he's a yeah, far right yeah. Hindu guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He also right. posts right wing sketch comedy videos about how a modern no. Titanic sinking wouldn't put women and children first because of wokeness. Um, no. He's an incredible no. account. I recommend following the skin doctor. <laughs> Jesus, please don't. <laughs> no, don't, do not follow. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. This is the world that RRR wants. Mm. Yeah, it's and this true. is like, yeah, the the responses of his to his tweet are another perfect microcosm of Twitter, because a big part of it is he has this like long fight with another right winger who doesn't get the joke and attacks him for being woke and also gets thousands upon thousands of likes. <laughs> yes! It's so good. Um, and it's probably, you know, fair for me to talk just a little bit about the liberal lefty, you know, Musk reply guys, the ones who... A reply to every one of his posts, but attacking him. So yeah. let's talk about Eric Davis, a verified candidate for the North Carolina State House with oh, 54 no. followers. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's, that's not a lot of followers. Not a lot of not followers. He is a Democrat, uh, and he seems to be trying to draft off of Musk's replies to increase his own popularity yeah. in that. This was, you know, prior to the election. Uh, we should check in on how Eric Davis did in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. um, well, hopefully, yeah. all his followers yeah. voted for him, and therefore, I, just, yeah. I love that his like all his replying just landed with fifty-four people. Like, it's all very funny. Attempts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His reply shows a total lack of understanding about what's happening with Twitter. Quote. Wait, so Twitter was perfectly fine before the supposedly richest man took control, but now that it has even more money and got rid of many of the workers so it's even cheaper to sustain, now it can't survive without paying? That is par logic for the Musk fan base, I guess, which is completely wrong. 
Twitter has was not making money. Twitter was losing hundreds of millions of dollars a year and now makes even less money. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's got 374 likes, which is one of the biggest tweets this particular candidate has had. Um, By the way, that, that is uh, he. No, he, wait, what? Are we, are we looking I, at the same guy? Did he win? North, North no. Carolina's school board. Oh no, not over school, but in 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 the general election, he got eight thousand votes and lost by uh, uh how, how much? What he lost by by fifty two percent of the votes. He, he got twenty six, twenty three percent of the votes. His opponent got seventy six. Oh yeah. In, oh wow. In his, in his uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> if only he had. If only House if only he tweeted more. <laughs> yeah, yep. If only he'd owned Elon Musk a little bit harder. Yeah. Via tweets <laughs> that would have um, swung things. God, that's funny. So. Uh, further down is a political cartoon, and I do not understand it. But I am—I'm going to force you all to to observe it. I, I, can, I, uh, I, yeah. I can look at it. I, I can try to explain it. Drop it in the chat. Yeah. So that's the—that's the political cartoon. The uh, best oh, way so, okay, so it's the meme of the guy who's who's walking with his girlfriend yeah. and, is, and is looking at the other woman. Yeah. Except yeah. all of their faces no, are cartoon faces of Elon Musk. <laughs> And, what is uh, that saying? Elon Musk is <laughs> Elon Musk's girlfriend is wearing a Twitter shirt and he's looking mm-hmm. over at a girl with but yeah, she's Elon just Musk's wearing face. a red shirt. Wearing wearing uh, yeah, a red yeah. tank top. Yeah. What does this mean? <laughs> and that's a hard question, Robert. Um uh, yeah. I feel like we could do a whole semester about what this means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elon is oh. distracted by Elon mm-hmm. looking at Elon. It's like uh, ignoring Twitter because you're looking over at the red pill. I guess I don't know. You're looking. Yeah, I, I don't uh, but know. the red pill is also <laughs> you, like hot yeah, you. Yeah, um, I, don't I don't think know. it's supposed to mean anything. <laughs> That's probably true. They all have his face, which makes it so much more complicated. Yeah. Yes. Wow. It, There's yeah. a lot I'm, going on there. I'm so happy that none of us have been on the internet enough to understand what this means, guys. I'm so proud of us. So, and lastly, there's my very favorite reply from someone called Dr. Disrespect with a staggering 2.4 million followers. Wait, do you not know who this is? He's some video game player. <gasps> oh guy. my God. <laughs> he wears like a plate carrier while he's playing yeah. video games and he's also so in public sometimes. Yeah, uh, uh, oh my God. Me, anyway, yeah, he, he tweets this yeah. to Musk. Let the 2X give you a thought. Allow face scan slash retinal scan into a blue check mode similar to iPhone unlock through face scan. But in this case, only while scan is active, a tweet is created alongside unique code coinciding with that instance. Let's wake up, Elon. This has 8,322 likes. Uh, <laughs> wow. So what, who the fuck is this guy? Okay, so he he's like a, he's like he's an FPS streamer, right? Like he was like a big COD streamer. He he, he does this like whole thing where he has okay, these, like, persona he's, that he's, so really, he's a first um, sta- he's I've, a first person shooter streamer who you. plays Call of Duty. There, okay. <laughs> among other things, I was genuinely oh, thinking some. about fish. So I'm yeah. He he got banned from Twitch for doing something that like well okay. he's been banned. I think a couple. Was she, was she the guy who got banned because he took a video in a... Why are you asking us? We yeah, we all... Yeah. I think he might be the guy who got banned for taking a video in a in a, in a, in a, in a bathroom. I can't remember exactly. He, he's also... Okay, so the, one of the things he's most what? famous for is he, he's one of the people who are... There's this entire cadre of, like, professional, like, Call of Duty streamers whose entire thing is that they don't want there to be ranked matchmaking in video games because they don't like playing against good players and they want to be able to stream pub stomps all the time and they're really, really mad about this and have been screaming at every game dev who has, like, ever existed for, like, multiple years now about how they suck, like... 
So he's the guy about, who about plays how too they, much video games. Okay. Yeah, he wants. He, he's, yeah. he's also mad about playing against people who are good at it. He's hurt. I hate him. He's online. really annoying. Yeah. He's yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. That, that's okay. Alright, we're good. The last time. I, I that's all. That's all him. we. Yeah. That's all we need <laughs> to know about this fellow. Yeah. I've learned a lot. That's the little thing that I wrote about that. I couldn't get it out of my head. I don't know why. I just found that specific post in the comments to it. Fascinating. It is fascinating. Because it, it, yeah. it, it both shows that Musk did not have a clear game plan on what he wants going forward into this. Like the the twenty dollar, how fast the twenty the twenty dollar a month thing got dis- disregarded for eight dollars just because of one tweet. It, yeah, because it, Stephen it's, King it's, didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, it's yeah. like his. He, it's very clear he's just bouncing from one thing to another with no clear idea on what he's no. doing whatsoever. And then with the with the thing about the journalist, it really shows mm-hmm. how. Elon does not understand what verification is or why it exists, and no, slowly yeah. over the course of these past few weeks has understood why it exists and just replaced it with another, uh, with an, a second check mark beneath the first check mark. So you have yeah, your yeah. blue check mark, then you have your official check mark. It's it's just wild that he's he's slowly he's slowly over the course of mostly thousands of people impersonating him to make to make fun of him. He, he realized <laughs> yeah, right. why why verification exists, and we, but it's telling that like. He he did not know why it exists until until it was a personal pro, until it was a personal problem that impacted him specifically. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't can, care can we, about a journalist we, from Zimbabwe. He doesn't care that the, that that's going to happen. It, it 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 only becomes a thing when it's going to start impacting him. Yeah, yeah can we take a like, moment yeah. of silence for for our brave posters who went out in a blaze of glory impersonating Musk and get, getting getting their accounts <laughs> yeah. banned. Who who who? who I mean, that was all that was all posting. funny, but that's less of <laughs> yeah. the. So I want to I want to talk about Sarah Silverman. Like, what's actually like? Because people have fucked around and had fun. A bunch of famous people got banned, making fun of Elon Musk, and it was you know the funny part of this was that damage was done, legitimate damage was done to a couple of companies, Lockheed yeah. Martin and yeah. um, uh, Eli Lilly. Uh, Eli Lilly yeah. and, yeah. A, and a couple. <laughs> Fuck had, them had damage to their stock price done, which is at least, you know, probably temporary, although yes. they haven't yet recovered to the heights they were before the joke. What's less temporary is that as a result of those jokes, at least one company, Eli Lilly, pulled millions of dollars in advertising off of Twitter. So the the $8 checkmark did cause real financial harm to Twitter, the company, mm-hmm. and at least kind of a temporary financial slap on the wrist to some other people. Um, it's kind of unclear what the long-term impacts of that will be, but Musk has delayed the rollout of the the blue checkmark plan on a more on a wider basis uh, for like a month until they figure shit out, which they may not do. At the present time, what you're seeing is he's fired and is continuing to fire everybody within the company who says anything negative against him. A couple of engineers were bold enough to like critique him or argue with him on Twitter, and there have also been people within the company who have kind of pushed out. Um, corrections to some of his posts through Twitter's birdwatch uh, thingamajig that have been critical of like things he said that were not yeah. factually true. And at the moment, kind of the holding pattern, what we're kind of doing is sort of watching him purge most of the old staff of Twitter as he seems to be in the process of trying to hire new people on. Um, and one of the the most recent thing that's happened is he's sent out a letter saying basically like we all have to everybody has to go into hardcore crazy mode to make the company profitable yeah. uh if you don't want to do this you know here's the door you can get your three month severance and it kind of looks like the vast majority of the remaining engineers may take the severance there's a good reason for this so basically the kind of position they're in the way and this is this is heavily involved in how silicon valley works the way to make a lot of money in silicon valley is to get equity in a company before it gets huge right 
You can also get a big salary at a company, but salaries, a big salary for a dev might be four to $800,000 a year if you're really, really good. Whereas if you get in on the ground floor of a startup that, that goes public, you could make hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Big difference in those two things. Musk is asking people to work like nightmare startup amounts, but they will not have any equity or any of it. Like if they figure out Twitter 2.0 and suddenly make it a website that a billion people use, which is what he wants, um, they will not have any share in that. So a lot of devs are making the decision to like, well, I'm just going to take the severance and try to build something else or try to get a job in another startup or like try it. Because why, why, why wouldn't you, if you were capable of making the next big social media app, why wouldn't you take the money, leave Twitter, and just try to do it rather than try to do it through fucking Twitter, which is a goddamn disaster right now? Yeah. Anyway, that's more or less where things are. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and I think that the other thing is worth mentioning yourself. The people who are left at Twitter, like, don't know how the site works. Like, Musk has no idea how the site works. No. Like, then, yeah. you know, this is, like, on, on the sort of back-end infrastructure end. And so, like, we are, 
like we, we've we've already had that there, there there was there was a thing people found out where like Twitter ads are storing people's like most of the digits of people's credit cards in plain text. Um, like the the site is physically falling apart. It's already started. It's probably just going to continue. And like we are probably not that far away from just watching the actual site just physically fall apart. And so, you know, I mean, Maybe. there's, there's I a mean, real question. Like, e- Elon is taking a step back from CEO. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah, looking yeah. to probably hire some competent people instead because uh, he's realized how hard it is and it's not fun anymore. Like, it's um, that's true, but th- th- there's kind of a problem here, which is that, like, th- there's a lot of, like, A, okay, like, I... I <laughs> I, I really doubt Twitter as like very very good. I mean, I don't know, its documentation is probably okay, but there's a lot of people who understand how critical stuff, like how critical stuff works, which is gone, right? And it's not as easy as just like you can like you know just sock it in another person who's like, oh, who like knows how programming works, right? Like you 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 need the expertise from those people who had deep understandings of how it works, and like you know it may, maybe there maybe there's enough time to sort of like fill in the gaps and like take it out of his tailspin but i i don't know especially like with you know the the number of people who are just increasingly leaving yeah nobody really it, does know and i it, you know it's one of those things we'll all we'll all watch as this is this shakes out i don't know if i think the whole site's going to actually fall apart um i think the bigger i think the thing that is i think when i when we talk about it falling apart the thing that's actually likely is that there will be increasing security breaches due to the yeah. fact that there are less people minding the store. Folks' data will be exposed. I cannot emphasize yeah. enough, do not attach your fucking credit card to Twitter. Yeah, yeah absolutely um, not. Yeah. <laughs> or do not, like, message... Like, a lot of us use Twitter for reporting. I get DMs all the time for people who mm-hmm. want to leak stuff, people who want to talk to me about stuff, some of which might not be legal where they are. Like, don't fucking do that on Twitter.com anymore. Uh, you yeah. ask, message someone, ask for Signal, ask for Proton Mail, do something like that. Yeah, but like it, it that could be very dangerous for some people. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that could go wrong as a result of this for people. Um, but I, I think it will probably be a series of scandals and fuck ups like that, as opposed yeah. to just the site goes offline yeah. one day. Now, that said, it's not impossible that like because Elon is a guy who is, shall we say, somewhat mercurial. It's possible the site will lose enough money that one day he's just like fuck it and turns it off he does <laughs> yeah. technically have that ability uh, that would be kind of a fascinating thing to see happen i i don't well, know i think that's a yeah. much lower likely scenario yeah well and, yeah. And i, mean, I yeah. think it's, it's worth pointing out like when, when when i say the site breaks like it's probably not going to be there's one day where it just doesn't load like but what we I mean, we've already been seeing like they they i I think by accident basically broke a bunch of how two, two-factor authentication worked because they shut down the micro yeah, yeah. And, like, they're going to keep doing stuff like that, and there's just going to be, like, random sure. stuff yeah. that just stops working. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, like, yeah. like that, that's already happening. I <laughs> so mean, Twitter's it's, it's, already been kind of a piece of shit, like, even when it had an actual staff, and now it's, like... Yeah, it is important to note the people who were running Twitter prior to Musk taking over were not great at their jobs, because, yeah. as evidenced mm-hmm. by the fact that Twitter <laughs> lost $212 million yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Edna. In the meantime, there's uh, there's an account that documents all the dogs at the UC strike, which is oh, delightful. Oh, it's sick. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Picket dogs. Get yeah, involved in that. that. Does that does and go I mean, back as, to as, as this is happening to Twitter? Meta is also uh, going through a series of devastating mm-hmm. layoffs, um, yeah. and is similarly impacting their functionality and pivoting very hard away. 
from the news-driven approach that they've been doing the past few years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the, the the two both the the two main like old guards social media sites, which we Facebook and and Twitter, are going going under significant changes. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. TikTok is of course owned by uh, companies that are not great on your own data uh, privacy. <laughs> uh, Instagram nope. is owned by Facebook yeah. and. Yep. Mastodon if, is yeah. miserable. So and Mastodon, <laughs> Mastodon is we're gonna get yelled at so much by the Mastodon people, but I'm just yeah. look, it's I couldn't I couldn't figure out how Mastodon worked inside of 30 seconds, and that is all the time I will ever devote to learning how a social media yeah. site works. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. The best critique I've seen of Mastodon is that in in a part the kind of the 2020 uprising happened because the video of George Floyd getting murdered got circulated so much on Twitter. Like, people yeah, saw yeah. it, they, they, they weren't able to look away from the atrocity. Th- that could never happen on Mastodon. Nope. And that's that's the biggest kind of thing for why Mastodon is not a not a a, a, a replacement for Twitter. Because it, it, it will yeah. never... At, at this point, it doesn't look like it'll have the same cultural impact um, that Twitter can have. Now, of course, that could change. Who knows? Um, and it's but it's at, also at this point it just it doesn't mm. it doesn't seem to get the same thing that Twitter can do. That doesn't mean it's a failure. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people use it if you like it if you find a community there. Great. It's just Absolutely. not the same Mega. thing. Yeah. It's not yeah. the same thing. Like that's Twitter all we're saying. More like that's why I was saying like replacement. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. They're different yeah. things. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's gathering. not valuable. Just like if Twitter but, were to turn into just a site for sex workers to make money on, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But it would not be fulfilling the same role that it currently does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I, 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 yeah. I tried to overthrow my first government on Twitter. I tried to overthrow my most recent government on Twitter. Like, you, you, there has to be a social media service that facilitates attempting yeah, to overthrow yeah. governments, and Reddit's it sure as fuck not going to be TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, but, yeah. but Twitter is like unique because. It's where a lot of people get their news. It's where a lot of people mm-hmm. learn things. Like if a celebrity is trending, are they dead? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's where a lot of collective information yeah, is. It. And I don't think there's a site right now that can like even come, even come close to yeah. how many people rely on Twitter. Uh, like, just to we'll like see, I mean, things. I think it, it's, 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 it's not that that's where people get news. It's where a certain type of influential person gets their news because yeah. like, a lot of people get their news via TikTok. They're just people mm-hmm. my age or younger. Like, like, uh, like, yeah. like, like yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. people do get news on whatever they look at. The reason why Twitter is impactful is because Twitter is where a whole bunch of people who have influence in other areas get mm-hmm. their yeah. information from. And that's yeah. why yeah. it's, that's why yeah. it's something that yeah. has interest. Uh, yeah. You know, in, in, in twenty in twenty years, when everyone yeah. who's on TikTok is going to be in their like early thirties, who knows what the media landscape is going to be, right? It's, <laughs> no, the, yeah. the most influential media, yeah, it, it's it's the it, it's the same thing as how like back during the French Revolution, the most influential thing in media was this one chick's coffee house, right? Because it's just where yeah. all of the people that had the most people listening to them independently happened to hang out together. That's what Twitter's been for a while. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's not always a good thing because everyone who hangs out on Twitter gets their brain broken in a very specific way. And we're watching it continue to happen to the wealthiest man in the history of the human race, which has been a hoot. Um, also, I mean, and this is the thing people on Twitter talk about all the time. Twitter is like the only place in the modern world where you can actually interact with the ruling class and like make their lives materially worse. Like yeah. the, the only other yeah. thing you could possibly try to do in order to do that is like 
get you and 700 of your friends to try mm-hmm. to storm in their mansion and they'll probably shoot yeah. you. Yeah. When well, I have a bad when I have a yeah. bad day, yeah. I can find the heir to the Habsburg fortune and I can tweet him a picture of the dead body of his cousin yeah. who after he was <laughs> shot to death yeah. for carrying out a coup in yeah. Mexico. Yeah. I can do that on twitter.com and no other websites. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will warn you that you do get banned for certain dead dictator memes. I've had a few Mussolini bands, but otherwise, yeah. yeah, it's a glorious website. It is. Yeah, I'm just enjoying yeah. pictures that people have responded to uh, Nancy Pelosi's retirement thing with oh, right now. And it's just, sure. if you guys click the bottom link, there's an absolute banger. I, yeah, unfortunately, I saw that before you <laughs> earlier today. It's, it's, today. it's, it's one of the like, most cursed that is, things. That is, like, that is like a horror horror what movie level fuck? picture. No, 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 one, no one describe oh, it. No. Do not describe what it is. Oh, no. I hate this so much. Robert, oh, Robert, no. Robert, no. Robert, no, no, Robert, don't describe, describe it. it. Oh, God. No. Okay. So no. imagine if like you were doing a horror movie where like people are in a haunted house and there's like a demon in the walls and it at some point like pulls out like a man-sized yeah. demon no, the like, movie, like comes out of the wall and pulls a person yeah. into the wall yeah. it looks like that but the demon in the wall is instead in a copy of the constitution and he's cradling nancy pelosi but she has the body of a 20 year old female college student yeah. oh god uh, it is well i feel like that's uh, that's existentially that's horrifying today. maybe we should break this yeah. down yeah maybe we, we have, should. no i think I, I think we have gazed into the twitter yeah. abyss for long enough yeah. it's been yeah. like yeah. about uh, 40 minutes i think yeah, we yeah. I think it's, We're, uh, I think it's, this is enough we won't i promise yeah. we won't talk about twitter like this for yeah. another it, it's, yeah, several we weeks for a while we're, yeah, probably yeah. won't be here next time but mm-hmm. enjoy it while it lasts yeah we're, we're all gonna log off this and then go on twitter Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I have to. I'm I have not. to do my job. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go yeah, write about Sam Bankman-Fried. Happy Christmas, you fucks. It could happen here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, CoolZoneMedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at CoolZoneMedia.com/sources. Thanks for listening. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello, Clay 
am comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.